Or something? This is your boy, Peeps, and thank you once again for listening to another episode of the People's Forum. Tonight, as you already know, we are going to have a spoiler-filled discussion about Loki Episode 2, The Variant. As always, want to give big shout-outs to RedDragonsRadio.com. Thank you for hosting the People's Forum, DX.Mega. Appreciate you. All right, everybody. I know what you're here for. You know what I'm here for. Let's go ahead and get into it. We, I am having a blast with this season so far. I hope you all are too. Um, Again, I love the MCU. I love the worlds that they give us. And as I said from the last episode, uh, episode one of Loki, they are giving me a really fun world with this whole TVA. So, uh, yeah, let me go ahead and do my two minute synopsis, which is going to take it exactly two minutes. No, not a minute longer. Okay, it might take a minute longer, but just 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 roll with me. So we're just going to go over the episode and I'm going to tell you uh, all my thoughts. We're going to break down some things. So overall, uh, what we get in this episode is we get yet another um, crime scene of evil Loki and something that the evil Loki has done, taking another one of the time resetting devices. So, uh, Mobius and our Loki, uh, work together to figure out where this variant, the evil variant of Loki is hiding, uh, through some investigation, uh, our Loki, finds out that, or, or not really finds out, but has the theory that uh, the evil Loki could be hiding in an apocalyptic event. So uh, Mobius, as always, trusts the Loki enough to be able to uh, convince the, the, the head honcho, if you will, to uh, send a group of the TVAs to this, uh, this alternate um, you know, this alternate world where it is, uh, what Alabama, I think 2050. And, uh, yeah, they, they end up going there. They find out that the evil Loki is there and it was a trap y'all. It was all a part of evil Loki's plan and evil Loki ends up revealing who she is. And it is, well, no actual words have been confirmed yet, but from what we've seen, it is Loki, lady Loki. So we have a lady version of Loki that, in her words, is superior to our Loki. Uh, now, this is where this is the part of the, the episode that I get a little bit confused. And I'm sure once I watch episode three, I'll, I'll get a bit more of an understanding. But her plan was to take all these time resetting devices and teleport them to a specific moment in time, det- detonate them, and that will create. Uh, like 
a cataclysmic event to the point where multiple timelines are starting to branch out and the the multiverse of madness is happening y'all it's it's getting crazy so um yeah so then our our loki ends up uh going into a, a portal with evil loki leaving mobius behind and the timeline just being just completely obliterated and uh yeah so that's my that's my quick quick my quick quick on uh, what happened in that episode so Ooh, Delali. Um, a lot of really fun moments in this episode, as I stated earlier. I really like the interactions between Mobius and and Loki. Uh, it's, you know, we find out from Mobius's boss that Mobius likes broken things. He is the kind of person that will take another person who is, you know, who is just down on their luck, who's just not doing that well, and he, he you know, we all know that kind of person, you know, so he, he, he sees something good in Loki. He sees something in Loki that nobody else sees. And she thinks he's blind and, you know, he thinks he's doing the right thing. And that's as far as what we know, you know, there could be a complete spin and twist on everything later on. But I'm just giving you guys everything that I'm kind of feeling and everything that we know at this point. You know, Mobius is just a good dude uh, rooting for this version of Loki. And that's because Loki, as douchey as he is, as many horrible things as he's done, in the end, he ends up doing the right thing. And, uh, you know, he, he could have just given Thanos the Tesseract and he could have just said, hey, I'm going to stand at your side. But he alas, he did not. And in the end, Loki was a good guy. And there's a quote in this episode that I really, really like that Loki had said. He said, no, man, let me let me make sure I get this right. So I don't so, <laughs> so I don't mess it up. No one bad is ever truly bad and no one good is ever truly good so that is loki in a nutshell you know and i i really liked that that was a a really fun fun quote text we got there i think that's very true except for most every character in comic books except for someone like the joker you know or even someone like dark side, but we're, we're going left. Uh, let, let's stay on, on, on the Loki topic. Um, other, other fun things about this episode. I mean, we, we got that scene that we had saw from the trailer when Mobius was saying, you have literally stabbed everybody in the back at least 50 times. Loki pauses for a moment is like, I'll never do it again. (laughs) It's, it's fun. And we get another, we get another shot of Casey. Oh God, it's you. <laughs> like, I, I just love that Casey character. I hope we get more of them. We probably won't, man. We got four more episodes left, but I, I love Casey so far. Um, and, uh, Kablooey, you know, that the Kablooey was the link that Loki needed to find out where Lady Loki was hiding. I called it. I said, my last episode, there's something, there's something about Kablooey. 
I don't remember what I said exactly, but I just knew Kablooey was the key to finding Mephisto. I mean, Lady Loki? It's Mephisto. Just kidding. It's not Mephisto. Um, but yeah, um, you know, going uh, into the, the, the Alabama of 2050, I thought that was... And again, another reason why I don't think anything like like bad about Mobius. I really do think Mobius is a good guy. Uh, when the TVA, the random TVA guy was being a bit of a douchebag to some of those people that were held up. And Mobius was like, like, man, like you could be a little bit more sensitive. Like, you know, these people are scared and the TVA it's like, why, why does it matter? They're literally all about to die in a couple minutes anyways. And, you know, that's that, that's uh, that that in my opinion, that by itself would speak a lot for Mobius's character. Despite them dying in a little bit, he still cares about how they feel right now and at this moment. And I'm sure if he wasn't such a firm believer in the timeline, he would try to save these people. But he through his core is a firm believer in the three lizards, the three magical lizards as Loki keeps calling it. I I love when he says that, you know, he's a firm believer in this. And I thought that also was a really fun part of this episode. Um, And, you know, it, it, these episodes, and I think Falcon Winter Soldier did it as well. They, they do a really good job at adding a little bit of realism, adding adding a little teeny tads of, of real life into it. And there's a lot of religious tones in this one, I feel, where just because you're told something, does that mean it's true? Well, Mobius believes to his core that everything he's told about the three magical lizards and the timelines and how there has to be one timeline or else there would be utter chaos Mobius believes this is the way and Loki is the outsider that's questioning it like why like you know and I I, I love their dynamic one is just a hundred percent yes this is how it is the other person is mm, but is it though you know I like it um I, I, I know I, I mentioned this before, but I love the intro I, to the show, that Loki intro with the, the synth, synthesized music. It's by far, like, probably one of my favorite, like, tones for a, uh, a TV show, probably since Scrubs. I'm no Superman. You guys seen Scrubs? It's a good show. But... Anywho, um, another fun moment in this episode. Um, I really liked when they were talking about the Loki variants. No two Lokis are the same. So be on the lookout for something we have no idea what we're on the lookout for. We saw evil demon Loki. We saw a hologram of, what was it, tennis playing Loki? I don't know. I thought that was fun. Just, you know, fun moments in this one. Um I really liked the when we they they hit the reset charge and we saw everything uh, slowly disintegrating in the Renaissance Festival. Uh, that was it was cool and again it it, it did, we didn't really get much of an explanation last episode on episode one as to what these reset charges do, but it they don't they don't destroy everything like we thought. They just 
destroy whatever's out of place. You know, there there's one linear timeline, one linear um you know, way things are supposed to pan out. And these reset charges change anything that is not within that. You know, it, it probably would just if you move to the left, it would probably just move you over to the right it is, is what I would guess. You know, so there's just a couple more moments I want to bring up that I really liked in this episode. I the moment when Loki saw the destruction or he read about the destruction of Asgard for a moment. I felt that Lo- that was that that that. I say human side, but you know what I mean when I use that term. The human side of Loki where he actually felt bad for everyone and for probably everything that he's trying to do up to this point. And then Mobius talks to him and he's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm sorry to hear about that. And oh, it, it's whatever. It's whatever. All right. So this is my theory. <laughs> you know, like he just completely skipped over it. Now, did he skip over it because he didn't want Mobius to see that vulnerable side of him? Or did he skip over it because he legitimately didn't care? And I love that. We'll never get an answer. But I just love the classic Loki kind of moment right there. You know, we... I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, when they went back to Pompeii to test the apocalyptic theory, it was, I thought in the trailers that that was a moment in past when, in Iron Man 1, when Tony, remember when he was demonstrating the missiles and and then the, 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 the smoke cloud came towards everybody? <clears throat> in the trailers, I kind of thought that was that moment. So I was wrong, but it was a fun little, you know, little nod to Pompeii and no matter what you do there, just to kind of confirm Loki's theory. So yeah, yeah. Pompeii fun moment in the, in the show, but I think that's, I think that's all I got. Now, a couple things folks have been saying that I'm very curious about is, uh, one of which being DX and pretty much everybody else on the internet saying the middle of the three lizards is, in fact, Kang. Kang the Conqueror. I talked about Kang a little bit on the la- my last episode. No, that was actually more of a episode zero where I was getting into Kang and uh, his potential role in this show. Um, yes, it's a blue guy. Yes, he kind of looks like Kang, but... There has been no confirmation of this. So I am not I am not on the one of these three is definitely King boat or not. I'm very much in the middle. You know, the king could end up be, being. Shoot. The, 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 the cop lady could Casey Casey could be king. You know, I know we have King as an actor already. In the, you know, we, we know who he looks like, who his human version is, but who's to say he doesn't have like a, a hologram mask on? Okay, I know that I know that is probably talking. <laughs> I'm talking out, out my ass a little bit on that one, but I don't know, man. I just I'm not convinced that one of those three is Kang. What if Kang made the whole thing up? What if there isn't three of them? What if there's just one dude and it's Kang? What if all three of them are Kang? What if it's like 
an alumni of Kang. Man, I've said Kang a lot in this episode. Kang. That's the last time I'm saying. So uh, that that's one of the things out there. Uh, Friggins, I think, was pretty happy with episode two. He has been asking about Loki's daggers, and they, they teased him, right? They took him out the locker, and they said, hey, here you go. And Loki's like, thank you. And then cop lady was like, absolutely not. And she took the she she took the the daggers. So daggers may uh, may actually play a role in uh, you know in the future. I don't know. We'll see. Episode three, it's out there. Um, quantum verse. Okay, another theory out there. The one theory that I accidentally stumbled upon that I love, and I'm a hundred percent convinced this is exactly what what what's going on so quantum verse you know that space that ant-man goes to when he shrinks too far michelle pfeiffer aka the wasp was hanging out you know the original jane dine the the original wasp was hanging out in the quantum verse uh, she had mentioned in the quantum verse that time time moves differently here we know this because when they were doing that experiment at the end of Ant-Man 2, uh, Scott shrunk, went to the quantum verse, grabbed some, I, I can't remember what he got. Let's just, let's just call it quantum juice. <laughs> he grabbed some quantum juice and then everybody got snapped away and he was stuck in the quantum verse. I think he, to him, he was in the quantum verse for, what was it? It was, uh, I'll make it up. I'll say something like five minutes. For for him, it was five minutes. But for the rest of the world, it, it, it was five years had went by. So time moves differently in the quantum verse. <clears throat> the TVA is in the quantum verse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that the next Ant-Man movie is going to be all about the quantum verse. From what I understand, Kang is going to be a bit of a, um, he's probably going to be the big bad in that one. And, you know, then we also have the uh, multiverse of madness coming here in the future as well. So TVA is just a really teeny tiny Horton Here's a Who village. Like, were they all just created by the time? I don't think so. I literally think they were taking taken out of a timeline and just kind of brainwashed. That's my, that's my take. Owen Wilson's real name is not Mobius, but Owen Wilson. <laughs> and he was taken from, uh, from one of his movies in Hollywood. And he was kind of brainwashed into doing this whole TVA thing. That's, that's all. Uh, but again, We'll see if they'll they'll confirm some of that, confirm some more of that, and or not. But yeah, I, I really like that whole quantum verse theory. Um, but yeah, I mean, still having, uh, as I said before, having a blast with this show. Um, very curious where they're going to be going now, especially with episode three. Like, is Loki and evil Loki? Are they going to just kind of level set and just you know what? Let, let, let's just let's just figure this whole thing out and work together to, to fix everything that we broke. Pro, you know, probably not. Eva Loki obviously has an agenda. She um, 
man, what, what would we call her? Lokia? I don't know. I don't think it matters, but I think Evil Loki, it's good. You guys are, <laughs> everybody knows who I'm talking about when I'm talking Evil Loki. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Um, this episode, it, 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 a lot happened in it, but I don't think it didn't give me enough questions to really have too much of a, uh, what is it like? speculations like i don't i don't have a whole lot of speculations going on i still don't i i kind of know evil loki was just wants to create chaos but why like what could she get out of it you know she all the lokis they just want to rule but does she want to rule or does she some people just want to see the world burn or the universe burn i don't know with all these alternate um timelines coming out it maybe that's where the uh, marvel what ifs are going to be coming from for those of you that don't know uh, we are the next show that's coming is marvel what if or maybe it's what ifs i don't remember but it is a bunch of what if scenarios what if captain america was cheryl sharon carter Sharon Carter? Yeah, like, you know, Captain America's his lady from the Captain America movie. What if she became Captain America instead of Steve Rogers? Uh, the other one that we've seen that will be coming out is what if T'Challa was taken by Yondu and the Ravagers in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie? What if T'Challa was taken instead of Peter Quill? And T'Challa would basically be, you know, Star Lord. So maybe all of these timelines that are breaking out are just a fun way for them to say, well, hi, I'm the watcher. Hi, how you doing? And I like to narrate narrate things and I have a really nice voice. So this week as the watcher, uh, we're going to be watching a what if scenario on peeps clapping. <laughs> no, um, you know, oh, just that this is just kind of starting that the, the what ifs is, is what I'm getting at. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, we'll see. Um, But yeah, I mean, with all the other uh, shows that we got here coming in the future, um, I mean, we got uh, Miss Marvel coming. We got almost said Ruby Heart. It's not Ruby Heart, but we got um, Iron Heart coming. Uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff coming here in the future. So I always mention how much I love my game-breaking movies and game-breaking episodes and stuff. And I really thought WandaVision was going to be a bit of a game-breaker, which it wasn't a game-breaker. It was a game-shifter because it wasn't a game-changer either. So WandaVision, it just, it really shifted a lot of things that could potentially happen in the future. And it gave us a lot to look forward to in the future of the MCU, in my opinion. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was a fun story and a story I think that needed to happen, especially now that we're getting a Captain America 4 movie. It was necessary 
to get into that movie. So I'm glad it happened. And again, a lot of social issues were touched on that show as well. That, hey, bravo. I think they wrote those those social issues in very well. Uh, but then we go to Loki. And again, we're going to be, this is messing with the multiverse. This is messing with different timelines. And I, I, I have no idea where we're going to go with this, y'all. I have no freaking idea. Um, so six episodes that we got to get through, uh, two down. Yeah, we'll get there. So, um, that's really all I have for this one, guys. Um, I will be throwing you my episode three thoughts, uh, you know, here in a few days. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, and how are you guys feeling about it so far? You know? You you know, hit me up on 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 the Twitters for my peeps. You know, throw me a DM. You know, I've been getting some of the DMs lately. So if you don't want to throw anything out there for everybody else to see, uh, or anything you know you want me to talk about, or any you know, moments or theories that you would like me to discuss, uh, I'll be more than happy to to bring it up. Yeah, are we gonna get Kid Loki? Are we gonna get an old man Loki? Do we even care to see a bunch of more Loki variants? Absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and answer that question right there. Yes. I I want as many Loki variants as we can get. I want a version of Loki that just really likes cheese and he's just constantly eating cheese. And like he he's still Loki, but (laughs) every time we see him, he's got like a different type of cheese in his hand and he's eating it. Why do I want this version of Loki? You're asking me. I'm not going to tell you. But I want I want cheese Loki to be a thing. Hashtag. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. This is peeps. I'll be signing out. I appreciate y'all for hanging out with me and I'll catch y'all later. Deuces. The People's Entertainment. Yeah. Red Dragons.